What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Joystick Chronicles podcast. Today, we're diving right into Apex content with all the changes coming for season 14. Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back for another week. How's it going? Can't hurt you. Please stop. <laughs> oh, what's up? How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, actually. It's a busy week this week, but we're we're trucking along. We're getting through it. My God, it is. I cannot complain about a busy week. It's better than having nothing to do. So I'm gonna take that as a win. Well, um, I'm excited to get some Apex in today. Yeah, absolutely. As a follow-up from last week, I am now officially plat. I'm like almost plat three now. So goal. Did you get it that same night? I did not. So I, last Tuesday when I said when we were logging off that I was going to go get plat, I logged on and got absolutely rinsed all night. That was not fun. Uh, And I think I went down to like gold two at that point. I was like, okay, this is what I get for saying it's going to happen. And then I think it was like Thursday or something ended up (laughs) happening. Sean and I really just went off and ranked and we were working together really well. And and I got it. And then I think the next day we got him into platform. So it's uh, all good. (laughs) It goes, entertain me, please. Flat boys for life. We'll entertain you like one of your French girls. Okay, Matt, get your PC back, please, so you can join the Plat Boys. Yeah, a little update. Matt broke his PC, so that's cool. <laughs> well, Not he's, actually. He was like, he's like halfway there, though. Like, yeah. we almost have his... Uh, he didn't actually break it. Back. He had a corrupted hard drive, so we're helping him to fix it. And he's getting the hard drive replaced from the manufacturer for free. So, at the end of the day, it's really just good experience for him in opening up his P- PC, learning the parts, and replacing things here and there so uh i look at this as a net positive even though it sucks that you have to wait and not really be able to do anything for like two or three weeks with it while you're waiting for shipping and all of that bullshit or just play xbox true but who wants to do that (laughs) that is also true we can talk about that later but there's a lot of apex stuff that i want to talk about and we're going to jump right into it um Let's touch on headlines later on, because I think that there's enough Apex content here that I think we can just roll right through. Um, but there are some pretty funny gaming headlines that we do uh, want to touch yeah. on. And we'll, we're going to close out the, the show with those. Uh, but let's talk about season 14, because there uh, the, the trailer got released just a couple days ago. Uh, there's a lot of hype for the upcoming season that's going to be releasing next Tuesday. Uh, so a week from today. And we're excited to go over all the changes that we know of so far. Um, Obviously, it's not everything. We don't have the entire patch notes, Um, but we've got the early patch notes and uh, some of the the rumors and leaks that have all come out. Let's uh, let's dive right into this. Um, And I know we've got a long list of we're going to try and go through everything that we know so far. um, And we're going to just talk through all these updates. So let's start off with what we know about the gun changes. Yep. So um, I'm going to kick, I'm going to, I'm going to kick it to you and let me know what these, uh, what these changes to the SMGs are. Okay. So um, for the SMGs, now there's a lot of, there's a lot of weapon updates actually, which is exciting. And yeah. that's also like rotating guns too. You know, you got stuff coming out of the care package. Uh, first one is lasers being added to SMGs. 
Um, what we know about it is that apparently you're going to be able to turn it on and off, mm-hmm. and you're also going to be able to change the color. Which I like. So, I think it's cool. And, and I'm pretty sure that it's going to be where you can change the color, but the color doesn't change for your enemies. It's always going to be one specific color for your enemies. It's more of a cosmetic for you, right? I have no idea. I didn't see that. That's I what I've read. And I think okay. that's how it is for um, like the red dot sites that you can change now. Uh, I think that's just a you thing in your enemies and kill cams and stuff. They just see like what the generic red is or whatever color the the site is. Okay. Um, um, I would imagine that's going to be the case. So this is one thing I didn't I didn't quite understand. Uh, I don't know if you read this somewhere, but for the SMGs, did are they basically like the lasers are going to be used as like uh, an increase for your hip fire, like a better hip fire? Yeah. So. Ultimately, it's going to be replacing the barrel. Um, so SMGs will no longer use a barrel. Um, oh, I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So it's not just like adding an attachment. They are taking the barrel away. So it's it's really trying to mitigate those long range SMG battles. Like you think about a car, you can almost hit a car out to be like an AR. Uh, R99. R, no, R3 is an AR. Um <laughs> But an R9 is similar in that way where I feel like with the the fire rate on an R9, you can't really kit it out as an AR like you can as much as a car. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're replacing the barrel, having a heavier focus on those close range uh, gun fights and engagements. And ultimately, I think it's a good thing and it's going to shake the meta up a little bit because you really have to almost treat an SMG... Similar to how you would use like a shotgun where you have to pretty much be fully close quarters combats. Um, but I, I think it's great. It's going to really tighten up that hip fire spread when you've got the laser on there. Uh, what I don't know is if there's going to be multiple um, levels of the laser, like are, are there going to be gray, blue, purple, gold, all of that, the different levels. Um, time will tell on that. But I'm it could it could be basically like an attack, you know, like a skull piercer or mm-hmm. like a turbo charger. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So a couple things that I'm interested to see how it's actually implemented. But I, ultimately, I think this is a good change because it's going to shake the meta. up. I feel like everything that they've implemented in this update, there's no actual actual new gun that they're bringing in. And some people are upset about that. Others aren't personally. I'm not really upset that there's not a new gun. I think it's good that they're going to shake the meta up. There's a lot of changes to weapons that uh, you can debate on if you think they're good or bad, depending on your play style. Um, I typically, just the way that I'm comfortable with playing, I have an AR in, as one weapon and an SMG in another. So I feel like this is, I don't know. I, I don't really have a, any opinion either way on mm-hmm this smg focusing on being that more close quarters combat gun in less of a a mid-range shooter the way that you kit it out i think it's all encompassing though because when we get to kind of more of the weapon changes i think that smg change will will shake up the meta but it's it's because of all the other changes too so let's why don't we get into some of the other ones too yeah absolutely let's go into uh, just weapon changes overall um the wingman is gonna see a change uh that is now taking sniper ammo and we'll have obviously extended sniper mags with it so the 
you know, we have such a big emphasis on heavy ammo in the current meta that they're trying to shake that up a little bit, get less heavy ammo into the the in-game economy and put a focus on, you know, diversifying that ammo type. So the wingman's going to see sniper ammo with sniper mags. The Spitfire is going to be changed to light ammo. So that will have, which to me, just the way that I think about it, it's a little strange thinking about an LMG using light ammo with a light mag. Um, But it's fine. My question though, my question though, because you're changing ammo types, I understand the idea for the economy of changing the ammo types, but is there going to be any damage profile change that I haven't read anywhere? I don't think that they are going to change. I don't think there will be. And the only reason why I don't think there is, is because when you use the car, it, you can use you can use both heavy, or, heavy light. or light, and that doesn't change the damage profile. So that is an interesting one. Um, and. Sean made a good point here of like if you're using the wingman, which is sniper ammo, uh, it shakes up what you can keep in your backpack too because there's less ammo per stack in there. So uh, yeah, with the with the heavy ammo, you don't really have to take up a lot of slots in your backpack because you can get up to sixty rounds in one slot. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can carry 120 rounds on a wingman and you're fine. Mm-hmm. But with sniper, it's a lot less. What what's the max on a sniper? I think it's like 24 or something per slot yeah something like that so you're pretty much cutting that over in half um so that shakes things up a good there a little bit too and so sean that's a great point and yeah he just confirmed his 24 so that is a little different um but i think it's a good change overall i for me personally i think this the spitfire being a light ammo gun benefits me a little bit more because i am a light ammo fiend um just the way that i have decided to play I, I mean primarily using an r3 uh and then the submachine gun of choice at least for right now um yeah this week has been the car and i've been running that with the light ammo uh and just disregarding heavy ammos overall so i'll use the heavy in a if, if i'm in a pinch and i find it in a death box but otherwise i'm just double stacking light and running with it mm. and the way that this change is going to help me is that later in game now anybody who's using a Spitfire will have light ammo, so there's going to be more light ammo in the economy within the game, and it's a greater chance for me to run into more light ammo. So I think that is what they're trying to do overall in the game with these changes. Mm-hmm. I don't see it as a bad thing, and I'm excited to see how this actually is implemented and how it changes the dynamics of the game. Um, but I'm excited. I'm absolutely excited. Okay, let's get to a little bit more. We got to um, also add in here uh, the EVA 8 is getting a slight buff, and it's not. The way that I understand it is not necessarily getting a damage buff, but they're adding Correct. back in a stock mm-hmm. for it, which is going to help with movement. Yeah, and also, they're adding, yeah, they're adding double tap back onto it. Um, and they're increasing so, the fire rate. The base fire rate is getting increased, and then the yeah. bolts increase your fire rate even more now. So... This is an interesting one because what you have to question is, is the increased fire rate going to make up enough for the lack of damage that the EVA 8 has to be competitive? You missed this before because you hadn't played Apex before, like when uh, Peacekeeper has always been really, really good. But I think for at least for this season and since we've been playing, like if you were I am thinking like right when you drop in, like 
if you got a peacekeeper, a Mozambique, and an Eve Eight, which I feel like we see so many of so like, many. Like on the first drop, um, you're picking up a peacekeeper if you are forced to have a shotgun. Yep. Most likely, there's there's no reason to pick up an Eve Eight. There's Mozambique sucks too, so like you're gonna pick up a peacekeeper now kind of like that gap has closed a little bit yeah and in previous seasons the gap used to be a little bit closer because you had a higher fire rate uh with the eva 8 and sean says i would rather run the eva 8 i mean you have less you have less margin for error with the eva 8 uh just because you have more shots and a higher fire rate but peacekeeper i was playing with the fire firing range for a little bit today and i and i uh played in game with it for a little bit Peacekeeper hits it hard. Smacks. It, just, when, it smacks, but you got to hear shots. When you're up close and you hit your shots and you have a little bit of opportunity to charge it, mm-hmm. that thing rips. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used it in a few different gunfights, and you just melt people with it if you're, mm-hmm. if you're hitting correctly. Um, yep. So, yes, to your point, you have to hit your shots. Um, the increased firing rate of the EVA 8 will be, I think, a little bit more user-friendly and a little bit more forgiving, but with the fact that it's not increasing its damage at all. There's a drawback there. So, oh, I I misinterpreted Sean. He said I would rather run than use the evade. <laughs> I can confirm that I have done that in the past. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, if I ha- absolutely have to early game, I'll pick it up. Um, I got a cool skin for the evade in a Apex pack. So, like, if I want to look at something pretty, I'll carry it. But otherwise, I don't use it. Um, oh my god, it's out of sheer necessity. So. To your point, I think time will tell if this whole EVA 8 buff is really even going to be worth it or do anything. Um, I don't really have a feeling one way or the other right now. But we'll see. We'll see. Time's going to tell with this one. So we're going to see, too, because there's a few other changes that are coming with weapons. And this is what I was talking about with, like the full, uh, I guess, economy of all the guns. Mm-hmm. It's going to change gameplay. So the Volt and the G7 are also becoming ground loot again, which makes me happy. I used to run uh, the Volt before R9 became my thing, before the Volt was in the um, care packages. Yeah, this is actually an interesting one for me, too, because I might, I'm at least going to try out the Volt because I know that a lot of people do like it. And you got to kid it a little bit, but... It's pretty balanced. It's not super. Um, it doesn't have a whole lot of kick, um, even with like base stock and all that kind of stuff. The fire rate obviously is not going to be like an R9. So um, you're just used to using it as like red from the care package and it smacks. Uh, but yeah. once you can get it kitted, it's it's very balanced. It's it's very easy to use. Yeah, I I'm excited for that to be more readily available on the ground and i'm definitely going to give it a a fair shot um but we'll see with the with not being able to put a barrel on it is that going to change things um so point all things for us to test uh when that actually happens so we know what's coming out of the care packages obviously what is going into them is the bow check and the rampage um Personally, I feel like the Bocek is the perfect gun to go in the care package because it's the only weapon that uses arrows in the game. So, yeah, I, there's a ton of them on the map. It, like, I always find arrows. Yeah. Um, so I, I like it. I think it's <laughs> there are some people who are very, very good with the Bocek. Even you, you're pretty good with it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see what's on it coming out of the care package and how it performs. I think it's probably going to be even more of a beast than it already is. Um, so that is an interesting one and it's going to be beneficial for a very certain type of player. Um, I think it's higher skill players are going to benefit from it way more than lower skill players. Uh, mm-hmm. whereas anybody can pick up a vault out of a care package now and get kills with it. Uh, so this is a little interesting. And then the rampage being in the care package, I think a, a base rampage personally, I don't like because of the, the low fire rate. It's not mm-hmm. my cup of tea. Um, but having it come out of the care package, I'm hoping that it's probably going to be revved up 24 seven and, and you can rip with that thing. Well, being like being red, yeah. you know, yeah. like it's going to be fully kitted. So yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, so definitely going to change things a little bit. I feel like this change won't change things as much uh, as some of these other ones that we've already talked about. Um, but on top of that, let's see, we've got a couple other changes, just weapon specific. Um, and the thirty thirty, along with the longbow and the wingman are going to be seeing skull piercer rounds return. Um, I think, this is an awesome thing for the 3030 because if you get those on, you're automatically just getting a base uh, increase to your headshot damage. And having that on top of being able to charge up the 3030, if you hit your shots and headshots, this is an absolute damage machine. So 3030 fans rejoice uh, because this is a good one. I think Matt's going to enjoy this. So. What's interesting about that, too, is I was kind of looking at um, that list, the the S tier or whatever, the tier list. Yep. And I kind of want to bring it up here because I think it's going to change in a week. And I think we'll have a chance to talk about this again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because right because right now. So I was looking at the S tier included the Spitfire and R9, which, you know, is my uh, that's my loadout right there. R3. I can't remember. um I can't remember what else. Obviously, the care package guns were top, whatever yep. it is. I think as, that was considered as they S, be. A or SS and then S and then A. I feel um, like they should just get their own category. At yeah, that point. and then the the thirty thirty was in the the bottom tier. So interesting. I think, and and that's why I, I find that very interesting because I was like, hmm. I mean, when I've picked it up, it's been fun to use. I could see where like if you were comparing that and like a G seven. Like I could see where the thirty thirty honestly wouldn't even really compare because the thirty the the G seven has I think higher fire rate. Um, I don't think the damage is that much different, and also I mean it does use light rounds, but like yeah. it hits pretty hard. So like, um, and and I think it holds more rounds, it, like with the what whatever with the purple mag. Mm-hmm. So I could see where they put the thirty thirty kind of at the bottom. Um, and Matt loves that, so I'd like to hear what his input is, but. Uh, adding the skull piercer certainly helps. And I think that was probably very intentional. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, I, I think the, the potential of the thirty thirty, and then obviously the wingman, if you hit your shot, all of these semi-automatic guns, if you hit your shots, they will do some serious damage, mm-hmm. uh, but that's the drawback of having a semi-automatic gun. Uh, your accuracy has to be on point. Um, Sean made another good point of he really does think that season 14 is going to be the season of long range, which makes sense. I mean, 
I feel like with all the buffs coming to these long range weapons, the uncertainty of what SMGs are going to look like now that we're removing barrels and adding the um, the laser sights, you just never know. And people may find comfort in knowing that the weapon they're picking up has been buffed and that's just what it's going to be. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm curious. I think this is going to change things up quite a bit. And honestly, I think it's going to broaden the meta. And this almost to me is similar to what Call of Duty did with introducing the Vanguard guns when almost everything at the start of this previous season was viable in game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be something similar where you can pick something up off the ground and be effective with it. Um, so I, I'm excited about all these weapon changes. I, I think it, it, it forces people to kind of change their hand a little bit. I mean, that's like, I'm, I mean, I'm going to reassess. I want to see what the vault looks like mm-hmm. as my secondary. Um, and, um, and who knows? I mean, like I used to run wingman in early, earlier seasons too, because the base damage was like 55. So like, Every time they change these and they adjust the weapons, you know, you're kind of forced to change it up a little bit. So yep. I'm excited. Absolutely. I think uh, change is always a good thing. And you've got to change things up quite a bit when you're not introducing new weapons for a new season. With this being the case, uh, I'm excited to see where the meta goes. So after uh, after this next season drops and we've got a chance to test things out, I think we'll do a, a tier list of our own with uh, a yeah. post season 14 update tier list for all these weapons we'll do that live here so uh, make sure make sure you're tuning in for that because i think that's going to be really interesting um let's transition past uh the weapons let's talk about we already know the new legend is going to be vantage we talked about that last week so you're if you're interested in hearing our thoughts there um check out last week's stream there's some map changes here uh and this is one where actually i want you to take the lead because you've got a little bit more background than i do on this um so walk us through the changes to king's canyon now i'm I'm really curious um if ah, i'm really curious if matt's still listening because i'd love i love him to comment and, and uh give his thoughts here because i think we both played more of king's canyon um I mean, really, that felt like the OG, like when I first started playing this game, because that was I think that was the first map. Mm -hmm. Um, So a couple changes that are happening, and um, I think these are for the better. Skulltown is being added back into the game, being renamed, and it's being redone. So it it sounded like um, what they're trying to do is kind of change the flow of things, because I think a lot of people in Skulltown kept getting kind of stuck i mean it really was like it was a hot drop there was good loot um and along with that though there i don't think there was really good rotations and people got kind of pinched i i don't know it kind of felt like you dropped there you didn't really have a lot of options you were most likely gonna either win your fights or you're gonna die (laughs) you're not making it out of skull town yeah it's it's one or the other yeah so they renamed it new name is relic yeah. Um, then there was another POI. I don't remember like the actual POI name, but it's called Broken Relay. And essentially, I think it was like had like a crack basically down the middle, but it had no 
um it had no movement in between like you would have to go around so and and well essentially that made it where people just didn't even drop there so um they add zip zip lines and a few different things to increase the movement to actually encourage people to use that poi broken relay has been updated and renamed to basin yep um another one they removed hillside bunker which if i'm thinking this is correct i'm pretty sure that's a spot i mean it's literally like you kind of go up kind of go up the hill and there's like one building and it got like very campy it got um that's if i was kind of a choke point yeah i was reading about that and i saw a couple of the images and it had like buildings up on the hill um Mm -hmm. and they said it essentially just turned into a stalemate on that map of Mm -hmm. like nobody's going to give up their positioning people hold it you can't transition and rotate through it because people are holding it and it just like you said is a is a terrible choke point so i think it's good that they're removing those buildings Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final one was the cage, which I don't know if you remember the cage. It's basically like a tower and it was closed off. But now what they did is they took off the walls <laughs> because people could, there's like a zip line in the middle. You can go up and there's multiple levels. Didn't they lower it too? I think they lowered it as well. Yeah. So what I, I read, don't think it, there's as many levels. Yeah. So what I read, they, they lowered the overall height. Um, and then with the walls being opened up being opened up here and be able to shoot into it now so you can't really just camp it which is camp it great thing i love that i mean i love that all of it all of these changes are more uh geared toward flow of mm-hmm. the game yeah and absolutely. toward people not camping these areas he said they did uh sean said they did lower it um yeah so overall map changes what do you think i think it's great anytime you change the map to they also they relit the entire thing so lighting's going to yeah. be different which yeah. always i think is when they do that any game i feel like is always for the better so hopefully mm-hmm. that's it, that's the case but anytime you're making changes to decrease the campiness of a map and increase your rotation speed and ability and the movement overall i think is great um so i'm excited to try it out i personally don't have the background of the previous king's canyon and i know you do which is why i wanted you to take the lead on this um so i'm curious on what your thoughts are and we'll touch base with matt too and get his thoughts um just on what his experiences were before uh, the changes and after so ultimately i think this is great and i'm excited to dive into it yeah i'm excited too i think you know, I, I really like the rotations that they have. Like, they have several maps. Um, you know, I, it's funny, like, reading through uh, Twitter and, like, I can't remember who it was. Like, J-God just literally tweeted um, Verdansk, and it got so many impressions. I don't know if you saw that. I did. <laughs> just just the word Verdansk. Yeah. Which is so funny. And, like, everybody's just clamoring for Verdansk back or, like, just to fix the game. And uh, it's nice to not feel that way about apex i i think they kind of did when king's canyon initially went away but i think people got used to the, the new map and i think what also really helps is a good ranked system because Correct. people get very competitive in the new maps they're forced to adapt to it they they can't just go back to the old map and <clears throat> they start to gain achievements they start to gain rank on that map they start to get the flow they're forced to and apex has made changes that make sense like they're doing king's king's canyon and it's all for the better so 
anyway uh right. overall really good next on the docket for season 14 changes we have uh, an increase to the overall level cap um of the game so the there's essentially going to be able to like prestige now um so the level cap has gone to 2000 which is nuts that's a lot um so you can loop through levels 1 through 500 four total times now instead of is just it, being able is to it do it 500 once. right now it's 500 yeah. yeah so now you can essentially once you get to 500 you can prestige go back to one and you're going to go back to 500 you can do that four total times for a total of 2000 levels but the great right. thing about this is that this guarantees every single player the ability to get an heirloom without paying any money mm-hmm. because with 500 levels or sorry with 2000 levels you're getting 544 apex packs and apex developers literally confirmed this week i mean there's always been talks about it but they said pretty much verbatim that on your 500th pack or within 500 packs you get an heirloom Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of work i mean 2000 levels is nothing to to scoff at that is everest for Mm -hmm. most casual players but if you want to grind towards something and put the time in you can get yourself an heirloom for free. And I think this is a, a great change. I mean, if if players can get it and put the time in and, like I said, work and grind towards something, why not offer it up? You know what? I'm just thinking, like, business-wise. Um, it, it continuously gauges your player base because people feel better. Like It's like the same idea as having a free game. Yep. You, have the, you get a free game. You don't pay for it. You feel like, oh. I didn't pay for the game. So like, you know, I'm going to keep playing it, playing it. And then like you dive into it more, I you get a couple get cosmetics, ranked, whatever. Oh <laughs> yeah. Bloodhound's my main, like yeah, that's it's... a sick skin. I'm going to get the skin. I didn't pay for the game. So I'll buy a skin. Well, like if you're grinding 2000 levels, which you feel good about because you have eight, you're getting apex packs. You're like, I'm going to get an heirloom for free. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever, like 2000 levels, you're going to buy some skins along the way. So. Absolutely. If you're committing the time to put in 2000 levels, you are 100% the type of player who is going to put at least a little bit of money into the game. Yeah. You're going to get some skins. Who knows? Maybe you'll get an heirloom before that. And then come to level 2000 on your 500th pack, you get another one. Excuse me. So I think it's a great thing. Why not allow players to, to work towards something greater than just the rank which a ranking system is a great thing but for the people who aren't extremely competitive they want to play pubs and just have fun doing that you can rank up in arenas it's a different type of just putting the literally putting the time in to do it yeah i think it's great yep um anything else on the procedure okay we we have we've got one more um or at least one that i'm thinking of Mm -hmm. The gold knockdown. Yep. Got rid of the self revive. I like this change. So this is something that like for ranked. This is something that makes a whole lot of sense for uh, higher level ranked players for sure. Yeah. Uh, because you think of the circle closing and there's some like crazy end games, and for somebody to get knocked and that storm at the very end, like the closing, 
uh, pretty much kills you, yeah, like, especially if you're fighting somebody. It's like, hard. One or two hits. Um, if you knock somebody and they have a gold and you don't, you lose the game because they have a gold. <laughs> yeah. That's rough. It makes a difference. That is rough. It makes a difference. I, I mean, I like the self-revive in general, um, but I will say, I honestly, like, in those fights, you're most likely not escaping unless there's multiple teams and the team that killed you is distracted. Because you can, you're not crawling fast enough to really get away mm-hmm. unless you can fall off an edge and self-revive somehow. But, like, most teams, and especially in Apex, they thirst so quick. So I'm not even sure that this is really that big of a loss because it's really just, like, kind of serving for end games, you know? Yep. And kind of a plus now. So the gold knockdown, um, it has quick revive, basically. And, and it basically acts as, like, the gold backpack where you get... Um, I guess is it is it if you are... If you are picking somebody up and you have a gold knockdown, they res and they have higher health and shield. I think it's they have 50% health and 50% shield. You get essentially like half of your overall health back off the rim. Mm. Um, mm. So I think that if you can get somebody over to a teammate who's downed, and take yourself out of the game to revive them, and you can pull that off, I think the, the Guardian Angel is what it's coined in-game. Mm-hmm. Having Guardian Angel is more beneficial to a self-revive because you're getting somebody up who automatically can jump into a fight. It's, they're not yeah. getting themselves up, and then you have to take the additional time to pop a med kit or a bat or do something. Yeah. I mean, Guardian Angel is essentially the exact same as reviving yourself and then popping a bat or a medkit mm-hmm. because you get half your health. Um, I could make the argument that guardian angel is better than self revive. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I, I would, I would die on that hill. We could argue about that. <laughs> Who wants to argue with me? Let me run up that hill, right? Yeah. Running up the hill. Uh, let me know in the comments. I'll argue with you. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> <laughs> what I do want to talk about is the gold backpack, though, because it changes, too. And yeah, and I like this change. This makes a whole lot of sense, to be honest. Um, I think they're calling it deep pockets. Yep, correct. <laughs> and literally makes sense. Um, basically, for your heals, so for Phoenix kits, med kits, and batteries, it's the big meds. You get two per slot. Well, you get... No, you add one slot to each of the big meds so you get three med oh, kits yeah. and three bats and then you get two phoenix kits okay yes yeah yes two, two phoenix kits in one slot is nuts that's yeah. a big change um and I the mean, bats i'm a shield battery whore i mean with four bats that's i i don't carry more than four bats you do i do 100 anytime anytime especially once i have a purple shield if I will replace all of my cells with bats, don't care. I'll carry 12 of them if I have to. That's so silly. <laughs> you know what? I would rather take a little bit additional time to get my, my shield all the way back up than just do one bar, especially when you got purple and red shield. Yeah. I will change I will, my, for late game for late yeah. game. It makes sense. If I find but... a gold shield, I won't touch batteries. I'll go all cells, give batteries to my teammates who have the, the shields that take longer to heal up. 
um, it adds just a little bit different dynamic there. So I, I'm a self-proclaimed shield battery whore, and I will own that. Totally fine. <laughs> um, yeah, two Phoenix kits in one slot is is it's a lot. Nuts. It's a lot. I, I, um, most of the times, I will just drop a Phoenix kit because. I just mm-hmm. taking the risk of, you know, maybe I want an extra throwable, so I'll drop a Phoenix kit and, I, and I'll live with that decision. But now having two Phoenix kits, I feel like that's going to take precedence over just one throwable. Mm-hmm. Dude, you didn't play during the time when throwables used to be like two per slot. <laughs> Unbelievable. The, the amount of throwables that people would stack. Like, think about it. If you had only like, you had a good, say you had a gold backpack. And you just had four slots of throwables. That's eight throwables. That's nuts. People would literally spam the shit out of grenades and out of thermite and out of arcs. It was crazy. It's so frustrating. <laughs> Honestly, think about it. If you were holding down a room in Endgame and you just end, you just end up uh, having eight throwables yeah people would just spam throwables into one room and you're dead there's ob- no way you're as, not living it's obnoxious you while and thank you man doors. like the stream make sure you sub uh, appreciate you for being here but what's up it is so obnoxious to have that many throwables i get frustrated in game when i'm getting spammed by them i can't even imagine what it was like earlier so that is awful and i'm glad that's not the case anymore um and i'm glad that this changes only for the big meds nothing else let's leave it at that yeah just keep, give me deep pockets. Um, totally makes sense for the gold backpack. Backpack. Okay, we're running down this list quick, uh, and that's almost everything. We do have a couple cosmetic changes, which I've got some visuals that we can touch on. I think it's great. Um, legendary wraith and caustic skins coming in season fourteen. I would imagine that those oh, are going to yeah. be battle pass skins. Um, they don't personally tickle my fancy, but. Look at that triple take skin that Wraith yeah, is holding. That triple take is nasty. Oh my goodness. This is, I believe, the level 100 weapon skin in the Battle Pass. And my lord, is this is this thing spicy. Okay, hold on. I feel like I need to point this out because COD would do this where they would like end up buffing the gun that get, was getting the cool skin. I'm wondering if they're doing any, <laughs> if there'll be any uh, patches. And Hit me with it. That just sneak, sneak a little triple take action. I, I like, I like take buff. as we call it the take three. I like picking up the take three <laughs> and taking three heads off with it because it it's is actually really good. It's People a fun gun to use, it. and it's it's you know it's got its place. I I can rip uh, some damage with it, but not it my used favorite. To be a meta, but I'll pick Kevin. it up and I'll use it. Oh yeah, no, I know, I know. You missed it when it was a meta. It was a fun time. Um, okay, I have one more thing to bring up before we kind of jump off the skins and jump off the Apex stuff. Let's do it. Um, I think we should talk about this as an overall. So we've talked about the map changes. We've talked about adding the lasers back to the, or adding lasers to SMGs, taking yep. off the barrels. Oh, one point real the, quick that I wanted to touch yeah. on for those lasers. We didn't mention that those are for SMGs and pistols. So yeah, well, yeah all yeah. of, all of your pistols are going to, no longer have barrels and we'll have the lasers on there. Point of clarification. Okay, cool. Uh, we've talked about all the different weapon changes, the wingman, the just, just everything. What do you think the dynamic is going to look like? How do you think this changes the flow of the game and overall, like what, 
What do you like? Oh, give me, give me like two likes, two dislikes. How about that? I'm gonna give you okay. I like, <laughs> I like the gold backpack change, where you get your deep okay. pockets with the meds. That benefits me specifically because I am a self-proclaimed shield shield battery whore. <laughs> I like, um, the Spitfire going to light ammo. Also benefits my play style because I am a self-proclaimed light ammo whore. <laughs> so more light ammo in the late game economy for me is awesome. Um, yeah. I also like the Spitfire a lot. Um, I finished the battle pass for this previous season and got that spicy little Spitfire skin. So I'll be using it. Why not? Um, and one big question mark that i have i'm not really sure it's a dislike it's more of a question mark is the close range guns just in general Mm -hmm. what is close range going to look like um my concern is that to sean's point this is at first glance is shaping up to be a very long range meta um and with the 30 30 the buff to the wingman that going to sniper ammo uh you've got the longbow with the new hop up that you can use on their skull piercer like all of that is more shaping up to be a long range meta so is that going to slow things down in the pace of play another thing to think about um because and to your point now that there is no self revive which was also would have been an advantage to be more close range oriented. Like you down, you are downing teams. Like if you're long range and you down these teams, they can self res before you even get to them. Now taking out the self res, I agree with you because you don't necessarily need the close range because if you down an entire team from long range or long and mid, as you're pushing jump on, them. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't need, you don't necessarily need the close range anymore. If we do see it, more of a long range meta shift, I'm curious what the pick rate of Ash is going to turn into. Because with mm-hmm. her ability to use her alt and jump right up on top of teams, if you can pick one off and down them, what's that, what's that dynamic of having Ash on your team? I'm curious mm-hmm. about that. That's an interesting one. Um, mm-hmm. Because you can send all three right in. And if you've got a good someone who's good with the changes to the SMG, you've got a good close range. Like, I why not? It makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, another. So the, really, the big thing for me is the pace of play. Is a long range meta going to shift and slow things down overall? Also, a question because hold on before we. I don't. I, don't, I want to stop you here because is the. Um, is the map changing for ranked again? Because we just had a change, but for season 14, is it changing? So there are changes coming to ranked, but we don't know exactly what the changes are yet. Those are going to be with the full patch notes that get released later on. Um, mm. So I would imagine that we'll probably have a different map, but I don't know, to be honest. Time will that, tell. That'll be that something that we're going to touch on in our next episode after uh, the new season is actually launched next Tuesday. Yep. Okay. Um, my other concern is the charge rifle. No buff to the charge rifle. Fuck. 
There's no no nerf. Yes, sorry. That's what I meant. No nerf to the charge rifle. Um, I fucking hate that thing with a burning It's passion. always been like this, though. And honestly, I don't think, like, it's... They're everywhere. Yeah, but it's also, like, just more slightly, like, annoying because there, there's, there's a time frame where you can kind of get away from it if you're... If you are... You wildin'. Charge wildin'. rifle got no place in Apex. My guy. Ah... But you can get away from it. I don't feel. I don't feel like it's a nuisance as much for me because I when you when you start to get hit by it, you're like, okay, you know, you have like half a second before you can like before they actually hit you with a charge rifle. Yeah, it's the poor man. I don't know. It's the it's poor just, man sniper. It I, is. It is. It's, it is annoying. It's an excuse to give lower skill players a chance to snipe because it's not just one shot. It's you've got fucking two full seconds of damage that you're doing to people different, different amounts of damage, of course, Mm -hmm. but you've got one beam going through. I hate that thing. Get it out of apex. (laughs) You while and I are going to start a petition, get that shit out of the game. (laughs) Um, and okay. So I'm going to bring up the last thing, uh, which is really interesting because both of us are just still like glowing. I still just like love Apex. Like I'm really looking forward to it. 15 minutes. We're about to go play for a little bit. Uh, is some of these people as in TikTok hashtag no Apex August. <laughs> this is every game community though. It's so funny. It, it, this is it, Call of Duty is the prime example of everybody loves it's Call of Duty, bigger. plays Call of Duty, and Everybody fucking hates Call of Duty who plays Call of Duty. <laughs> this yeah. is this. I mean, if you don't want to play Apex because you don't like the changes, don't play Apex. I'm going to keep playing it because rank. I'm enjoying it. That's fine. <laughs> don't play it. I, I don't care. Especially you like plats, like the good, really good plats and the really good diamonds. Just don't play for a little bit. We'll yeah. get out of our lobbies. Give us more golds in the plat lobbies, and you know we'll see what happens. Let's get the diamond before the season's over. <laughs> There's no indicator on how good we are. It's just an indication that we are really good at the game. Yeah, uh, don't worry about it. Hashtag um, No Apex August is not uh, for me, but hey, so I think know, it's, that's okay. I think it's very silly. Um. All right. Anything else with Apex you want to run through real quick? I think that's it for me. I'm excited about the changes coming with season 14. Like I said, come back next week. If you're in the stream, make sure you subscribe. You'll get notifications when we go live because we're going to talk about this next next Tuesday. uh, We're actually shifting the show to next Wednesday uh, because I'm going to be traveling, but it'll give us a little bit of an opportunity to test out season 14 get our bearings with some of these changes and we're going to dive into them. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we went through everything that we know so far. Uh, I'm sure more things will be coming, especially with ranked. We don't know what those changes are yet, um, but I'm very excited for this next coming season. And, you know, maybe I'll eat my words. If it is a, a long range meta and I don't enjoy it, maybe I'm, I'm going to be annoyed, but you know what? Then I'll just be part of that. No apex August crew. And it is what it is. Shut up. I want the I want the the close range meta to still be alive. I love it, and I can't wait for can't wait to use my vault again. I don't know if I can come off the R nine because I just am absolutely shredding with that gun right now. But I could say the uh, same we'll with the see. car. I do like the car quite a bit. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We're gonna dive 
into a couple interesting headlines that we've seen over, the, hilarious over the course of the last week. And I'm going to hit you one off the rip that I haven't even shared with you uh, because it, it's news as of like literally, I think an hour ago. Um, and it's just dumb. But a YouTuber oh, has turned his toilet into a fully functioning PC. <laughs> and it flushes. Oh he can God. use his toilet. All of the components are stored in the back of it. There's a literally a fan cut out on the top. I've got it up on stream like, right now like if you want to take tank? a look at it. In the tank, yeah. Fully functioning oh. toilet. You can take a dump and not stop gaming with this toilet that he's made. I mean, it actually like functionally makes sense because it's basically like a water-cooled PC. <laughs> But but not really, because the components aren't actually touching the water. He's got like a, a piece of this tank. I'm curious, like, what is his YouTube channel? He wants that he got too much time on his hands. Like, what does he do? Yeah, what, like, what does he do? With, like, I, I don't know. He's basically homeless. That's, I think, his, that's like not me ex- explaining him. That's his YouTube channel. Um, I'm curious, like, what? I don't know. This is a weird one. I, <laughs> it was interesting. I thought it was fun. Um, but like, what the hell? Oh my, oh my God. Um, okay. And then literally like 10 minutes before we went live, um, the Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer lobby image got leaked. Oh. Um, Cameron Dicker, who plays for the Rams. Apparently the Rams have like a player only um, Call of Duty event where they get to play Modern Warfare 2 tonight. Or something. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, but he put a picture of the lobby image on his Instagram and it has since been removed. And now it's just like an image of like the event graphic. I'm not going to show it on stream because fucking Activision. Um, <laughs> but people are complaining that it looks too much like Modern Warfare. And like, sorry, dude, it's Modern Warfare 2. What do you expect? Like, right? Like, Modern Warfare 2019. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Like, it's a combination of like Modern Warfare 2019 and Vanguard, the way that it's set up. And it's like uh, they don't reinvent the wheel with these lobbies in the graphics. So, like, why are you complaining? This goes back to my point of every game's fan base complains about everything about the game. And Call of Duty is exhibit 1A. I mean, it's also such a large community, so you're yeah. going to have a percentage. Of Twitter like trolls. That. Twitter trolls are going to troll. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Bren Esports owner is wanted for a $34 million drug smuggling case. Holy shit. Uh, he actually responded directly on Twitter, by the way. I did see, see that. that. Yeah. He's uh, just was like, I vehemently deny these claims yeah like, he okay. responded he said hello twitter some of you may be aware throughout the last few hours there have been several news articles written about my alleged involvement in a case in my home country the philippines 34 million dollar yikes drug i saw it was like 1.2 billion philippine pesos or something which is yeah, yes. like 34 million dollars or uh, however much it was um Bren Esports, if you don't know them, uh, founded in 2017. They compete in League of Legends, CSGO. Um, They won $140,000 in January of 2021 in a mobile League of Legends tournament. Um, So that's cool. So, like, they're a reputable esports organization. 
and he is literally the founder who is just smuggling shit with his uh, okay, transportation company. Allegedly. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, interesting. He denied these claims. Interesting. Uh, he also owns the Philippine franchise of Tim Hortons, a Canadian fast food restaurant chain. Did you know that? Pretty wild. No. Um, Tim Hortons is amazing. And by the way, if you've never had Tim Hortons, it's great. Go to Michigan and try it. Um, you wild, by the way, by the way, you wild said SMH who's snitching. I mean, retweet. 30, 34 million dollars. So I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like it was like a cargo ship kind of deal. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like that's is, a lot of drugs. This like, is some international like, crime at they, the Manila International Container Port. So yeah, yeah, they figured out why. <laughs> Sean goes, Timmy's. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was here. <laughs> I can get him going with Tim Hortons any day of the week. Uh, so yeah, this whole thing is interesting. Um, he said double double and maple dip for days. Sean and I, I have actually know. been to a Tim Hortons together. It's a great place. Okay. It's a little soft spot in my heart. Um, okay, next one on the list. This is a little bit of a uh, combination of two of our interests in the gaming world and the bourbon world. I, Assassin's Creed is creating a bourbon. That's so wild. I think it's awesome. Why not? I kind of want to buy I mean, it's It's kind of hilarious because, like, everybody's just kind of jumping in the bourbon game. Like, just because. Like, this game is Doc. A, a game. Yep. Yeah, Doc. Uh, so it says, leap into history and celebrate 15 years of working in the dark to serve the light. Um, they're working with Tennessee, Tennessee Legend Distillery, and it'll be Assassin's Creed straight bourbon whiskey. Have you ever heard of Tennessee Legend? No. No, I haven't either. Probably a little small <laughs> distillery, but uh, yeah. kind of want to try it. Don't know where oh, it's pretty available. Cool. Don't know when it's available, but we'll find out. Um, yeah, pretty sweet. Okay, move on. Off the rip, uh, we're going to keep rolling. We've got Doc's new game. Uh, Midnight Society has officially released the name of their new game. It's called Dead Drop, and it's spelled with one D in the middle. So is it Dead Rop or Dead Drop? Dead Drop. Or, or dead, dead Drop. Dead Drop. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting because the way that it seems like we're going to be getting information about this game is that it's going to come out in six week cycles Uh, in every six weeks from what I've read is there should be a new playable version of the game for the NFT holders. The first Mm 10,000 people who bought the the NFT for this game are going to have access to play it. Um, Mm. Interesting as the utility for the game right now and holding that nft there's no actual information on what the future utility is going to be for that but i mean it gets you early access which is cool and it sounds like it'll change every six weeks as new things come out so dead drop is a vertical extraction shooter um the way that i've heard it being described is like you start on the ground floor of a building and you have to get up to the roof and it's a battle royale. There are teams throughout. We don't know exactly what player count is going to be, how many teams there are. All of that is still up in the air, but the there's like a fire. I think it's a fire. I'm not 100% sure. 
like climbing the tower with you and that's like in war zone or in apex that's the gas or the storm that's pushing you up so you're forced upwards and the team to get to the roof and extract out of the vertical building is the one who wins um so i like the different thought of a battle royale here and just rethinking what you can do uh i'm interested for sure i'm not blown away by the initial uh gameplay that has come out it looks for all the hype that doc has put behind this and some of the shit talking towards other games and him saying that this is going to be the best game possible all of that i wasn't wowed by what i've seen um and that's what like brought my attention to this was because doc like had some clip where he was like it this looks i can pull a screenshot right now from my game and it would look better than anything that they're putting out for modern warfare 2 and i was like which okay all right let, let's take a look <laughs> doc talks his shit and i respect the hell hey, out of him i for get it. it yeah yeah i get it but i disagree but, <laughs> but you watch the video of dead drop and you're like i don't know <laughs> maybe so, Maybe you shouldn't say that. I don't know. I mean, to bring attention to your game. I mean, we're sitting here talking about it. Yeah, so. I mean, ultimately, he is going to be hyping this game up 10 days out of the week because it's his game. It's his studio. This is what he's put so much work into. I'd still like to play it. I'd like to give it a shot when it comes out officially. We don't know exactly when it's going to be releasing. Um, so there's more information that's going to be coming on this. Like I said, hopefully in six weeks, we'll know more. Uh, you Allen goes, Doc, stop the cat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Go watch the, the video. Watch the trailer yourself. Uh, it's just interesting, like being in the firing range and watching. I mean, like the dynamics of the guns and stuff, like it's very similar to COD. But I like that there's a firing range. Hopefully the firing range isn't just like the initial tutorial to the game. And you can actually go in like an apex and go in whenever you want in practice i do like that um so we'll see we're gonna touch on it later on as we learn more information i like i said i'll definitely be trying it out i think it's worth a shot i'm 100 down to try any new battle royale that comes out um i will reserve my judgments for the final version of the game final version yes initially i'm not wowed but i'm still interested so here we are and that's all we got it's gonna wrap um, us up for this week because unless you got wow. any he- surprise headlines for me that's all i've got uh only other one was just that uh activision did confirm warzone 2 is going to launch in 2022 yeah which that's, we we knew that that's fine i mean yeah um oh last thing um i am the fall guys king champion of the west um did you like it Thank you. You everybody can bow down to me with all the crowns that I have. Yeah, Fall Guys is fucking fun. I'll <laughs> Christy and I played it together. Maybe play it later. I played it with Sean. It's fun. It is the most mindless game you will ever play, but it is it's great. I played so four, I played four games. The first game I got second place, and then the next three games I got first place and have three crowns now. So a crown guy. It's in the tab, man. What are you doing, dude? That's all I have to say. Um, all right. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for stopping by. If you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe to the channel. 
We'll be live next week. We're going to talk a little bit more about season 14 after it actually comes out. Uh, we appreciate you. If you're listening on any of your uh, podcast platforms. Make sure to subscribe there. Leave us a review. All the support helps and we appreciate you guys. See you next week.